All right, guys. Uh, let me tell you about a, what a blanket party is. I need you guys all right now to go get a fucking pillow sack. Stuff whatever bars of soap you have in there. Not all the way to the top, okay? You want like a solid base, you don't want it, but you want it bottom heavy. You need enough pillowcase for a handle, okay? We head over to Billy Joe Armstrong's house. Beat the fuck out of him because September is over, dudes. Tomorrow, beginning of October, okay? Y'all already know what that means, okay? Haunted houses. Uh, what you know about a pumpkin patch, okay? Going to smell all the, the Yankee candles and shit, okay? Tomorrow, I'm going to the Magic of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Yeah, you can't take a picture next to any of the cool pumpkins or shit because people will stop you in the middle of you taking your own picture. Ask you to take their picture. Will you take a picture of me and my girlfriend? Like, shut the fuck up, Daniel and Janet. And then it's fucking, you know, we're, 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 we've are we just started cooking up the fucking football season. And of course, fucking last night, everybody's talking about what happened to Tua. Okay, it was the Bengals versus the Dolphins. And he was already fucked up from last week, okay? And you knew it, because he got up and he was... You know, all of his sonic rings fell out of him. And he was... Looked like a marionette out there when he came off the field. And then same fucking thing happened, okay? He got just fucking ragdolled. And as soon as he hit the floor... I mean, as soon as, as, as his head touched fucking grass, he threw up them gang signs... He immediately just fucking dropped into the multiverse of madness and became a Tupac variant. Come with me. Now I got CTE. Gonna play till I die. La, 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 la. So we already know what the deal is. The NFL does not give a fuck about this dude. The Dolphins don't give a fuck about this dude. Uh, they've done this for forever. I mean, this is like part of the history of... The the great one of the great traditions of the fucking sport. And the thing is, is like there's such like a culture of uh in sports in general where it's like, oh, you know, like f- from fucking Rocky. Hey, just cut me, Mick. Put me back in there. I don't care if I grow up to have really weird tattoos and sort of like a some sort of weird CGI Polar Express type of face, Mick. And that's also just kind of like a guy thing, too. I mean, not like female athletes don't try to push through, but the idea that you have to, no matter no matter if there's imminent failure, or clearly like it's over. Like even if you're fucking and you, and you bust right away, you're not even just ding ding, round one just, just began, and you did a bust, and your dick's no longer hard. You're like, just give me a minute. She's like, it's fine, babe. We'll call it. No, hold, you just uh, play with yourself or something, and I'll, I'll, I'll jerk it till it gets hard. I'll just stuff it in there and wait till it gets hard inside. But we got to be face to face, and you have to have my stupid fucking wide body on top of you. Uh, yeah, I mean, they wanted the ratings of this fucking game, okay? Because the Bengals are hot right now. Uh, two was a star, and they got it by any means necessary, dude. And and it doesn't they'll he'll be here today, gone tomorrow. They you know he got if he has two fucking concussions within this past week, he's fucking fried. He's done. Okay, Aaron Hernandez, uh, 
territory here. Okay, he's gonna Chris Benoit his whole fucking family. They retire him. They give him like a severance package. Here we'll move you to a fucking farm, go grow llamas or whatever out there, and and then your coup. But they have so much money that they will they can they can brush this under the fucking rug, brush it, sweep it, you know, new to America and fucking like there was that movie concussion that came out a few years ago i don't think anybody fucking saw it but it was will smith and he was like investigating uh the nfl's like shitty practices and he's like we have to find what find out what is going on we must stop this it a concussion suffocates the brain and he's got you know all the science to back it up and then some executives like ah come on get out of here look you don't want to waste your time doing this, okay? Look, just either leave my office or I'll get you back on the first boat back home. You see what I'm saying? And that guy's like, um, there's one dude that's like, who are you? And like with tears in his eyes, he's like, tell the truth. Tell the truth. And they send like their goons and shit on him. They don't, that's like big pharma. Anytime that you see like there's a big fucking, um, medical breakthrough oh we're gonna cure actually everything the story immediately fucking disappears okay and the guy whoever the guy that's was in the lab that made the shit gets fucking whacked in his apartment or whatever that's what's gonna happen here this will get buried under another headline they'll be like oh, can we just find another guy from the ravens that like beats the fuck out of his wife because talking about domestic abuse is easier for us than fucking like killing these these dudes on a consistent basis. But yeah, I mean, uh, no matter how good natured uh, Tua is about it, or is maybe like wants to be a team player, like this dude's brain is gonna be eighty, and it's it's weird that like the. Cause I I love fucking football too. Like I said, that's all. It's all part of it. It's all sewn in, and this is one of the ugly parts of it. But I mean, it's weird. Like you'll even watch like UFC, which on the surface might look more like barbaric, because it's close quarters and it's you know the no helmets and shit like that. But they will fucking stop a fight right the fuck away if they have to. You know they it's it's more evolved fucking somehow. Even with fucking some of the fighters, mind you, there's a couple numbskulls, but then you got guys like uh, like Patty Pimblett who fucking rules, and after his one fight, um, God, like a month or two ago, he's like, me, me mate just killed himself. We There's a big stigma about men talking. We have to start talking. That dude, fuck, he's got like 11 accents at one time. He's somehow Jamaican, but he's also, he's also from Liverpool. Um, I love his fucking mindset too, by the way. Gets super fucking shredded up. Sorry, getting a call. Leave me alone. Uh, for a fight. I mean, looking like a julienne salad. And then, as soon as he's out of the fucking octagon, he's doing fucking, he's just housing Dollaritas. Okay, he's just fucking, he's, uh you know, ripping blooming onions. And then he'll gain a fuck ton of weight. But he looks like the happiest fucking guy ever. He even, like, I think he just made a shirt 
mocking that. Or yeah, I become a fat fuck when I'm not even in in the ring. But who gives a shit? Because I'll, I'll cut back down. I'll win. Shut you guys the fuck up. And go back to looking like, you know, Owen Wilson. But yeah, back to Tua. They're going to do... I mean... They're going to put up the facade of this whole fucking investigation. But nothing's going to happen. Maybe a fine. Maybe they're even like... The NFL will be like, oh, it was actually the fucking head office at the Dolphins. And they sell the Dolphins to Kentucky. And they're the Kentucky Dolphins still. They're still Dolphins in Kentucky, you know? And... But you're you're here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, if John Madden was still alive, he would they would just have a, a picture of your brain scan, and he'd be drawing arrows and X's and O's on it. Now, uh, you see right here, this is when he uh, decided to kill his wife, and uh, and then this one is when uh, he uh, he fell into the song "Hail Mary" and where he became Tupac. Or he was talking about you know uh, revenge is the sweetest thing next to getting uh. Pussy, you, you get get that pat? I like I I like pussy too. I'm I get I get it. Just the fucking like <clears throat> It's almost become a business in a way to tell fucking men how to be men, you know? Who gives a fuck? If if you look like a like a pussy uh not playing cuz you got hurt, well then just Roll with that. Who gives a fuck, man? And all these books. How to be this way. How to be the right man for your woman. How to be the right man for your man. For your kid. For your job. For your... Just fucking be, dude. Who gives a fuck? And I get it. You know, if you don't have that that male figure or you did and that guy was shitty. That's because he's a shitty guy. You could be a shitty guy too, I guess. It's more about like, you know, for your environment, be a better you, but not don't have it in the back of my mind. Like, man, this is going to make me more of a guy. This is going to make me alpha or this is going to make me, you know, I got a, a bigger pair swinging between my legs. Who gives a fuck, dude? Honestly. And like I said, it's become its own business. It's it's almost just runs itself. Because people will seek it out anyway, and there's going to be people who are, will be a complete fucking doofus like Jordan Peterson, you know? Like the other day, <clears throat> uh, Olivia Wilde, the director of that new um, Florence Pugh, uh, Harry Styles movie, the Don't Worry Darling movie. Uh, she said, said that uh, Jordan Peterson is like the king of the incels. And he, it, he was being told this by, fuck, who was it? I don't think it was Bill Maher. I honestly forget who who brought it up. Piers Morgan, I think is who it was. And the dude fucking welled up in tears, whereas I'm sure he's like, you know, in his books. Well, uh, crying is, if you uh, look at the data, uh, equivalent to uh, pussy juice. So if you, if you cry, uh, you have to... Pussies on your face. So, um, here's what I have to, uh, um, uh, to say about uh, receiving a, a, an insult. Well, if uh, someone says something uh, insulting to, towards you, especially if it's uh, a stupid uh, woman, uh, you just say, I'm, I'm rubber and you're glue. And, um, 
whatever bounces off of me, uh, see you say to me bounces off of me and sticks to you, and and uh, due to the properties of the of the two of uh, uh, rubber being elastic and uh, you being uh, some sort of adhesive, uh, it makes sense if you uh, if you break down the physics of it. And um, also, by the way, there's just uh, only uh, two genders and. Um, I'm going through a hard time right now, and, um, I think I, uh, I got a little bit of drywall dust in my eye, and that's why I'm upset, and someone has to, uh, vouch for these guys, and, um, and look, we, we all just want a little, nice little slice of, a of pussy, and, uh, if you don't want to give it to them, someone needs to, uh, be a voice for uh, such fa- uh, fellas, and if you you get my my book now, it, it comes with a, a free uh, bookmark in the in the shape of a pussy lip, and um, once you reach the very end of the book and you uh, read the dedications, and uh, you will in fact wake up the next day in inside of a um, a coochie. <laughs> Definitely sounds like a, an old swing set on a windy day. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I haven't seen that movie, though. But anything Florence Pugh is in, I'm fucking put me down. She's fucking phenomenal. Uh, anything A24 is they just crushed that shit like uh, like Midsommar was dope as fuck. I saw that with uh, I think at Zadik's house. <clears throat> for like a friend's giving or whatever and we all got really like trashed and then I hit uh my buddy Chris's or David's like hash pen and I went into fucking orbit I cannot do crossfaded shit like we played Mario Kart and they were on that like rainbow road uh puke number one came back tried to recover and you know that thing where you like kind of fall asleep and someone's like hey are you okay and you're like haha kidding it's like yeah good one yeah, you're a real Rodney Dangerfield. And then um, I was towards the end of Midsommar, and I felt like I had to fucking puke again. I just, my body got hot. Went and puked downstairs, uh, and I think these assholes even followed me down there just to watch me puke. And that was cool. And then I went back up, and it's already at the point where they're, like, covering her in flowers and shit. And then, uh, like, her shitty boyfriend is like put inside of a bear <laughs> and set on fire and the way i describe that if you have not seen it um i guess spoiler but it's so disjointed the way i watched it like that i don't want to watch it again just because i feel like that fits exactly what the movie was supposed to be it was just a weird as fuck fucking movie but yeah a24 is like the fucking they can't miss right now x is the shit um they're like the new pixar basically that I would actually fucking pay to see. An A24 Pixar mashup. They just fucking, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, clasp sweaty arms, hands together and biceps and make a fucking banger. Let's, you know what, let's riff that one out. Uh, okay. It's gotta be fucked up, but it's gotta be cute and hopeful. All right. So it'd be uh, Florence Pugh, of course, would be the voice of um, the female lead, okay? And she's she's dating uh, this this guy, and then that will be voiced by um, 
it'll be Bill Hader, okay? And then they're like, they've been dating for a while, then he's kind of like, gets down on one knee, he's like, I was kind of wondering if you would like, um, want to be my wife or whatever, and we can like, start a, a life together. And she, of course, you know, obliges. They get pregnant. Happy day, you know. You see her pregnancy that go on. And then they take her to the hospital. He's like, all right, I'll drive you there. Let's go now. Like, I'll, sure. He's like, you know, goofily breezing through traffic. And then they get there, and then they, you know, all right, it's it's time to build our own family. And um, and then the baby comes out, and it's a fucking stillborn, right? Uh, and that that's the A twenty four part of it, okay? Um, and so they're they're sad, you know, but it's animated like it's a really cute stillborn. Like imagine like a little inside out Funko Pop. <laughs> God, uh, I'm just laughing at the Inside Out Funko Pop. I think the stillborn thing, if you've had that or know someone who's gone through that, that's fucked up. But that's, you know, okay, whatever. Let's not derail this. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, um, you know, the, the, however they get rid of those, uh, the stillborns, or whatever they throw it like in a dumpster. And, um, and then, you know, they're leaving the hospital and he's like, um, honey, do you want, do you want, like, some ice cream or something, or, we'll do it, I'll do it right now, and, um, and, you know, they, they write off, and then, and there's a little scrawl at the bottom that says nine months later, and it's above the little cute little animated dumpster, you know, it's got, like, a, a spray-painted smile on it, so it's, like, you know, a friendly dumpster for us all to look at, and then through all the rubbish, you see, like, this tiny little, you know, veined up hand poke through a la you know the end of any like Freddy Krueger movie and he pokes his head out and um he's like I need to find my mom I need to go back home and so he starts like hitchhiking you know kind of squishing around because he is you know he's not outside in okay so let's you know Let's normalize saying outside in. Anyway, so he's squishing around, you know, on the side of the road, and someone picks him up, and that could be, um, it could be the guy that's always in all the Pixar movies, the guy that um, plays Ham from Toy Story. Like, hey, he's like, hey there, weird little fucking baby, hop on in, let's go. He's like, ah, oh, you, you you travel far? You here for work? You know, just took being kind of cute about having the stillborn inside of his fucking backseat. And he's like, I'm just trying to get home. And then that's when he pulls out your husband. He's like, man, I hope he makes it home. And then sure enough, they get there. He's like, hey, all right, see you later, weird baby. And then pulls away. And then the baby, um, you know, it's now it's nighttime. And he sneaks in. He goes to the back because he remembers that there was... um. Well, I guess he wouldn't. He remembers that his mom had a doggy door because she's before they left. Um, 
before they left the house to go to the hospital, she was like, oh, don't forget the doggy door. Uh, you know, so the dog doesn't get out. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure, double check that it's fine. Um, so he crawls in through the doggy door. He's kind of looking around. He's like squishing around the kitchen. And this is kind of still his first version of like seeing the world, you know. It was coming out of the dumpster because he's reanimated for whatever reason. And then seeing, the, you know, the sights on the side of the road. Um, and then, you know, he's like, oh, this. He's like, this is a kitchen? Wow, what are those? And it's cookies. He already likes cookies, you know, because that's, that's a cute thing. Um, you know what? They were going to name him. Let's give him a cute name. They were going to name him. They were going to name him Peppy. <laughs> Uh, not Pepe, but like Peppy, because they're like, man, he's he's gonna be so like cheerful and Peppy, and she's like, I, he's gonna be so cheerful and Peppy, I know it. Yeah, sure. And he's got that big dumb Bill Hader laugh, <laughs> slapping his knee. Yeah, Peppy, I think that's great. So Peppy's walking through the kitchen, and mind you, it's nighttime. So, uh, and I guess because he is um inside out, he's got night vision. Uh, so he's making his way through, and he he senses, he just smells. He's like, oh, my mom is in this room. He goes in, kind of slowly starts to crawl up to the bed a little sheepishly, and then Peppy gets to the top of the bed, and he sees this huge mound. He's like, okay, well, there's my dad over there. Why does my mom look like that? She's pregnant again, okay? Mind you, nine months has passed. I already established that. And he's like, why is, what's going on with my mom? And then like a little Randy Newman song plays. I thought my mom had an inhospitable womb. So to my surprise, when I walked inside her room, See, she couldn't have me because 15 years ago when she was 17, she used to fuck a lot of guys and take Molly. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, well, I don't care. She's still my mommy. And then he, um, he crawls back inside. Okay, he gets back in there. He wants to meet this new baby. He's like, who is this? Who is he about? Um, and Peppy is in there and kind of taps the other baby on the shoulder. And the baby's like, you know, what are you doing in here? <laughs> He's like, I'm Peppy. I, I needed to come back home. He's like, oh, well, um, I think there's only enough room for one. He's kind of a dick a little bit. But then they learn about each other. They're playing like, you know, they're playing poker. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, this guy's not too bad. And then he likes this baby. And so it seems sort of like very much like a, a, a Woody and Busting. Like, oh, I don't like this new guy on the block. But now I think this is a friendship that could last forever kind of thing. And then um, Peppy's like, okay, um, how about we uh, take a nap and we talk about this tomorrow? And Chip is like, deal. And then Chip falls back asleep. 
And um, Pepe looks back over his shoulder. He has like one eye closed. He was pretending. He's filled with a jealous rage, so he gets the umbilical cord and he strangles Chip. He's like, I'm sorry it had to be like this. And then he, uh, you know, cuts the umbilical cord, tosses Chip out of there, and then kind of wraps it around his waist like a belt, like, I'm the baby. They, she feels something going on wrong with her body. She's like, she's like, we have to go, we have to go. He's like, all right, all right, let's let's hop in. I'll 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 get the car now. I'll get I'll get the car, and they uh they rush to the hospital and um they you know they they get there. They have to deliver this baby right away. Boom! Out pops Peppy. But instead of horror, she smiles. Uh, and that's the perfect A24 Pixar mashup. And it's called A Little Peppy and My Steppy. <laughs> Alright, let's finish off with, let's talk about fucking Dahmer. Alright, it's been out for, I think, like a week. I think it fucking rules. I love me some Dahmer. I don't want to get too much into another Dahmer thing. I think, like, about a year ago, I did a whole bit of him being, like, very Wisconsin-y, sucking dick. Uh to like a Joe Satriani song. It's uh, probably like 20 episodes ago or whatever. I don't remember. Um, but there's like, everybody's super fucking pissed off about it. Like Whoopi Goldberg's like, I think they, I think they're being irresponsible. I think they need to take that off. I think they need to take it off of there. And then um, Lil Boozy, of course, you know, a great moral compass for all of us. He's like, hey man, I think y'all, Y'all fucking with these kids. I think y'all... Y'all just need to delete that, man. He almost kind of sounds like Meatwad. Hey, uh, Netflix. I think... Look here, dude. Y'all fucking up. Y'all fucking up the hood. Y'all fucking up these kids' education. Y'all showing them that gay shit. You're always playing that gay shit, man. Come on. But yeah, so much fucking dope scenes in that. Uh... Like him absolutely going ballistic on his fucking, on his, on his G-ma, on his Nana for uh, taking the, the mannequin out of his room. Where's my mannequin? I would at 100% uh, give the RKO to my, to my grandma if she took my fucking mannequin. Don't touch my mannequins, okay? Leave them alone. They're inanimate. You 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 know what you you want to come take my mannequins, dude? Bring me a permit. Bring me a fucking permit, okay? Where's your warrant for my mannequin? Guess what? There are none because they they're not people. Leave my mannequins the fuck alone, you dumb old bitch. Leave my fucking mannequins alone. You you, you see that over there? And I'm pointing to like her china cabinet. I'll pull each one of these fucking plates out, and I'll smash them. Oh, this belonged to your your great-great-grandma? Well, did she touch your mannequins? No, that's why she awarded you plenty of dishes that you don't eat on. Okay, you don't even give a fuck about what you have. I care about... <laughs> I care about that mannequin. Wherever the fuck he is, you show me where my mannequin is. That fucking ruled. Also, there's one where it's like, um... I think it was his first kill. You know, he's like driving. He sees like this big juicy dong taking a jog down the side of the road. Picks him up. They start broing out. You know, kicking back a couple of occurs. 
And then uh, Jeff, you know, tries to grab his, his dick or whatever. And the guy's like, get the fuck off of me. I'm with that gay shit. Like little Boozy, you know? I'm with that gay shit, man. You better back the fuck up. I'm out of here. And then uh, Jeffrey goes and grabs like a vase or whatever, crushes it on this dude's head. And then he just fucking kills him. He's like, oh! Almost every time he, it seems like he kills somebody, like, oh! Like, dude, you're not used to it yet? Uh, and so he's got to like, you know, chop him up and flush the body parts and burn the bones or whatever. And they intersperse it with uh, the scene where he gets pulled over by the by the cops. And they're like, hey there, buddy boy. Uh, what's the deal with all the rubbish in the back in the back seat you got there? He's like, oh, <laughs> didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, those are a bunch of uh, lawn clippings. Hard day out there today. But you know, as my good friend Bob Marley says, no woman, no cry. Or as I say, yes, woman, no cry, because I, I like women. And not men. So, I don't even like talking to me. I don't even like talking to you right now. If you think about it, it's kind of pretty gay to pull over another guy. And the cops probably like, oh yeah, go on ahead, have a nice straight day. And there's this scene that I don't know why it was so weird to me. Because the whole thing is weird, but I don't know. To me, I'm thinking like, hey, you're ruining those beers. He's in the garage and he's like trying to crush up the fucking the bones with the mallet and so it's like flying everywhere just so careless you know like if you don't want to get caught be cooler about it jeff dial it down a couple notches jd take your you know take your glasses off get a re take a real sight of this and dust is flying everywhere and i'm like dude that's all up in your fucking beers dude you're ruining the cervezas you know, Sam Elliott would not do a commercial for those beers. Hey there, folks. I'm Sam Elliott. I just want to let you know, when you're in the middle of trying to dispose of some evidence, put your beers someplace high. Possibly in the cooler. Mind you, the mountain on the label turns blue. Let's you know it's nice and crispy. Why don't you enjoy yourself a nice courage light and kill about six homosexuals? That's about enough of my spoiler talk. Let's do a recap. How about that? I feel sorry for Tua. He's got his whole life ahead of him, but you know he for sure is going to fucking kill his family in about 10 years. That's unfortunate. Wouldn't wish that on the slowest cowpoke out on the range. I like Patty. I can't tell if he's British or Irish, but I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure he's got all kinds of crazy shit in there as well. If I were you, I'd get a haircut. Jordan Peterson. I gotta tell you. I've been up and down this fine globe. This blue marble. Herding cattle. Maybe taking in a nice piece of Saskatchewan pussy up there by where you live. But you, sir, are no good Canadian. And I don't like you. And I, I don't even care what makes a man a man. I just care what makes a nice cold brew a cold brew. That's why I go with Coors Light. A24, I think that was a, 
I think we really reached a turning point with the show. I think it's gonna have to end. I think we're gonna Roman's gonna lose a lot of people on the on the inside out Funko Pop thing. Maybe try to find the timestamp of that and delete that. Hombre. Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't relate to no serial killer. But I gotta tell you, I was yelling at you the whole time I was watching that today. Watched all the episodes already. Can't believe I haven't slept. The whole time I was watching you, I was like, man, here's how I would have killed a man. And I tell you, you... You're no killer. All you're killing is my buzz and my vibe. Get the fuck out of here, Jeffrey Dahmer. I do like your glasses. So we're going to end it with me again today. Like we did many moons ago. It's me, the ghost of Sam Elliott again. I want to tell you, see in the movies. 